Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of In the Great Podcast. I am here with your host, Mr. K Skyline, aka the King, and I'm with uh, with him. It's uh, Mr. Pretty Boy Ein, and I am your sound guy, Marco. What's up, people? So let's just start off by. Um... So I got a few um, responses back from uh, some of the things we um, answered. So... What's up, everybody? Ein's here. Thanks Sorry. for forgetting about me. <laughs> oh, I was waiting. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> You're important. <laughs> so some of the responses that I got back that were doing great, we answered a few. And, you know, it, it kind of makes me think that we really should get this live um, podcast recording going. Because, like, Lord, we uh, we probably can answer the questions a lot better while the the person who's asking is actually there so they can probably like give us more content yeah. to answer so we we apologize for not having the full content but then again you know they're just advices from i guess you can kind of say it's one-sided mm-hmm. so um we try to do our best to tell you just we we try to think outside the from, box basically we're, we're trying to answer with um as much information as we only got but if we ever do live version, then yeah, you guys can like reply to us and give us like tell us if where we're talking about is heading towards the right direction or not. Yeah, or or more details about a certain subject of it, or if it's like two parts or three parts to it, or anything like that. But a big shout out to all the people who um, take the time to listen to those segments on what would Gray do. And uh, continue the um, requests. We we love the requests. Yes, and uh, rest assured, what we will do live one day. Um, I have been looking into it. I've been looking into the equipment. I've been looking how to do the whole setup. Um, it's just a matter of time of uh, when we actually decide we will do it. Um, but when we do, we will announce it ahead of time, and that way, you guys will be able to actually call us in, um, and we will be able to answer your questions uh, real time as you guys watch us live. So. Yeah. So, so soon enough, it, it will happen. Yeah, hopefully you don't catch us with our pants down. <laughs> but, you know, speaking about pants down, that brings me to one of the first questions that was <laughs> requested. Or one of the first requests. So this comes from one of our listeners. And she just wants to know, for some bizarre reason, because I guess some people really love hearing about us exposing ourselves. Did we ever try to conceal or hide a fart? And it failed. How did you try to conceal it? How were you caught? And basically, like, pretty much, like, anything like that. <laughs> so, I have one story. Um, and how my story goes was, I was um, in the living room with my older sister and my younger sister and my younger sister's friend. And I was sitting on this L-shaped couch. Now, my sister was... um. Like, just chatting with, uh, you know, the three of them and the friend. And I have my back against them, so I'm just facing basically the couch, and I'm just on my phone. So I hear my sisters talking that they just wanted to go out to take a cigarette. So the I, I hear them that they're going out to take a cigarette. So I just let one rip really loud. And just just let it out. And I'm not embarrassed to fight in front of my sister. But that that day was like, oh, there's a stranger in the house. And I didn't want to do it then. Because I thought it'd be like, you know, like, what if it smells or something? If it was my sister's, I wouldn't care. So I just let one rip. And then I hear like a grunting noise like, uh, 
and <laughs> and I turned around to look back. I didn't I didn't try to conceal it. All I did was really kind of just waited for my sisters to step out to go smoke a cigarette because I'm thinking that this girl probably smokes too and probably would step out with my sisters to continue the conversation. Little did I know, she was sitting directly next to me. And she just took the full hit of that point. <laughs> and I turned to look at her. I never met this girl before in my life. So, like, I just said to her, I was like, oh, I thought you went out to smoke. And then she goes, uh, I don't smoke. And then I was like, oh. And I didn't know what else to say back. I was at a loss for words. So I walked to the bathroom to go get the, the air freshener. And then I walked back. And when I walked back, my, my sisters both started walking back into the living room. And they see, like, her friend, like, just sitting there, um, like, with her, her shirt lifted to cover the smell, the odor. And my sister's like, what? Cigarettes don't smell that bad. And then I just looked back at them. And I told them that it's not cigarettes. And then everyone just, they immediately they knew what it was because they see the air freshener in my hand. And then we're just dying laughing. And my little sister's like, you're so rude. And I was like, I thought she went outside with you to go smoke. <laughs> All right. That's funny. That's, now, that's... to with that question, just to be specific, is that just in general in front of anyone or like in front of family and friends or your significant other? I was with anyone. Like that time I was with my sister. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, me, usually I just let them rip. <laughs> I'm usually with... Um, the only that's the only time I actually do do have to like fart is when around like my family. I used to do it all the time around my ex too. Yeah, I used to do it all the time. I used to like sit on her and then just fart on her like something. <laughs> so with uh, so but when you try to conceal it with your family, like uh, how did you do it? Did you just play the point game or? Oh, I I don't conceal it because like my parent like my parents will just rip ass like in front of me like night. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. And the funny thing is. Mia does it too. <laughs> like some, some people do it like this, like weird ways. Like I've I've done it this way where I like walk, and there's there's still people around me. Yeah. Right. And I I would just like you know so some kind of far away from them I would just fart, and then like you know I was like whatever I just fart. There's no we're outside. There's no way they they can like smell it. And I realized that they're walking <laughs> behind me in in the same direction. Yeah. I was like there's no way that thing can linger, and so I like. It's funny because when you walk, it doesn't come out in like one stream for some bizarre reason. Yeah, it goes like boop, 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 boop. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, whatever. And <laughs> I don't know. I put the sound effects in, and then, <laughs> and then I'm like, okay. So I was done. I just keep walking, just pretending that I still have my headphones on, whatever, and yeah. I'm still listening to music. I all I hear, even with my music on, I, I try my best not to turn around. All I hear is oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's funny because like my ex when she got used to like farting like she would fart on me too like she would get me she would get me back yeah. and with Mia it's funny because like she'll deny it like sometimes in the morning when I have her like the days that I have her I wait, we uh, like you know I wake up and she's up and then she'll let one rip <laughs> and then she looks at me and she smiles and I was like did you just fart and she looks at me she smiles she's like no like she denies it <laughs> she usually denies it and then there's times where like like she's like um, resting her head like on my lap or something, and then I fart, and then she'll be like, "Eh, you poop it." That's what she says. Poop <laughs> you it. poop it. Yeah. 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 And then like it's just funny. There's one funny ass story too. So there's one time. This is when I was at work. So this was like ten years ago. It was like a decade ago. I used to work at this retail store, and I worked in the shoe department. 
and uh, and just to be specific, it was the store colds. Um, I was in the footwear department, and that day it was like it was kind of empty, and like my stomach was kind of like bothering me. And I had to I had to you know let one loose. Yeah. So I went in one of the aisles of the where the shoes were. See, that is trying to conceal it. Okay. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah. Kill, so I didn't because I like I went in one of the aisles. I was like, "Fuck it, no one's here." So I let it rip, but it, like it smelled bad. So then I just walked away, and as soon as I walked away, went to another aisle. I looked like a customer <laughs> went into that uh, that section where I farted because like, the fart just stayed in there, like it lingered and it smelled bad. Yeah. I, I looked at her. She's like, she made a face, and then she walked away. <laughs> And like so I was just like laughing like in the aisle. It was too funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then I told my coworker, because uh, he had he did the same thing because he also worked in the footwear department like at a different time at a different shift. Yeah. And he did the same thing, but his experience with with like a customer was that he he let one rip in one of the aisles. And then he walked away, and then a woman with her daughter walked right oh, into God. it, <laughs> and she smelled it, and she was like, she's just like. She's like, oh my god, let's get out of here! And she grabs her daughter. They walk. They left the store. <laughs> Dude, that kind of reminds me of one of my coworkers. That that like, Ang's, now he's technically Ang's coworker. Um, so this dude, he was telling me speaking about farts because this dude was telling me he's like, you know, if you were ever getting a blowjob one day, and you fart, and she just keeps going, <laughs> that's a keeper. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And then I thought about. It, I was like. Damn, you know what? If that doesn't bother and she's still going, I'd be shocked. But he's right. That is a keeper. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gives, like, weird devices like that. Yeah. I mean, he, he told Ayn to go foot first into a vagina. <laughs> What's like, he, Was it like he, that? Yeah, he, he's, like, he's like, you know what would make you feel better? Because, like, I, I was feeling, like, sick a little. Yeah. And he's like, you know what will help you recover? Like, I'm like, what? He's like, you got to dive in there feet first i'm like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like, that. like he's so openly like sexual like that's funny yeah but it's like but some of the shit he says is like it cracks me the fuck up because you know he's old so he doesn't care yeah. yeah like but it's fucking hysterical that's funny yeah, yeah i mean I, I don't really conceal him i just let him rip there's times where like they have those silent but deadly ones mm-hmm. and there was once this was like years ago this was back when i still lived with my parents i didn't have a daughter i was only into the relationship with my ex was only like second, third year. And we were in my room and my stomach, like I was just sick in the stomach or something. Cause like yeah. I had to keep farting, but they were silent. And then all I hear was she was like, all I smell is your farts. And I just, I just started laughing. It was too funny. <laughs> I, I did that once with one of my exes actually. Oh my there significant was, other really. Yeah, like, th- no, no, no. Not like the silent ones, but like one day we're just laying in bed together and now, probably before that, my ex always says, if you're going to fight, fight outside the blanket. And I got used to that, right? Where I kind of like, um, you know. Poke your butt out. Poke my butt out and then like, and then start using a blanket to fan it out or whatever, right? Yeah. So, this one time, I knew it was coming, obviously. Because sometimes you could tell it was coming. So, I pretend I put my butt out. But I left it inside <laughs> of the blanket. Yeah. Right? Because what she does is sometimes she'll take the blanket and she, she covers it or herself right so i just let it rip and it was like a long one it was like <laughs> and then i just looked at it and i just did the smile and then she goes <sighs> and then and then i was like i was like what i, I had my butt out and I, I lied <laughs> and, then, and then she just lifts the blanket puts it over her head and then i'm just 
smiling like a loser because I knew it was inside of the blanket. Yeah. And she didn't see me fan it out either, right? So, or fan it away from us. And then it took her like four or five seconds. And then she goes, what the fuck? And then, and then she, puts, she, puts the, she pops her head back out. And I try to wrestle her with the blanket to try to keep the blanket on top. <laughs> she's like, what are you doing? Stop. I tell you, oh, it's fucking fine outside of the blanket. And I was like, this is a great time to trap your ass. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there was once where I actually farted in my face. Like, <laughs> like, Did you get pink eye? No. no. She, I was like, I was in bed. I was laying in bed and then she comes back to, like, she comes, like, she left the room but then she kind of, like, came back and then she, like, leans in like sticks her butt up but like leans it towards my face and then i just turned around and as soon as i turned around and looked at her <laughs> she let it rip and i was like oh i'm gonna get you she ran away just laughed <laughs> no earlier today i took i went to the mall with my mom and my girlfriend and then found parking and as we walked towards the entrance i let one rip as i was just walking with my girlfriend and my mom was like lagging behind us and then <laughs> and then my girlfriend just slaps me he's like what the fuck i'm like I don't know. I had to let it out. <laughs> and then by the time we got to the door, I opened the door for both of them. And then my mom comes to, and it was like, oh, something smelled back there. <laughs> oh, you crop dusted your mom. <laughs> I was like, I farted, mom. <laughs> That's funny. No, but to be honest with you, like, once you reach that level of comfort in a relationship, it's like, it's the best. Yeah. There was this one time I was dating this girl, like, getting to know this girl, right? Now, shit, you know, this is a real story. I went on, on, like, a few dates with this girl already, right? And I already know which door she comes out from and stuff like that. So, I thought it would be nice to surprise her with some takeout food, mm -hmm. right? She knew I was coming, and I, I went to go pick up the, the takeout food and all that stuff for her to, to eat at her house, right? Because I think she had, like, oh, she had she had to study, but she can, she can like, we can have, like, a takeout food type of date at her house. So... This was like back in college. So I remember this. So I'm walking in with the takeout food. I, I'm not, I didn't walk in yet. I'm walking up the stairs to the side of the house to go into the entrance of the house. There's a side entrance that's connected to the kitchen. And I hear, I thought she knew that I was coming in. Like, because I texted her. It's like, I'm here. And I turned off my car and I, I started walking. So I make my way up the steps. Right. And then I hear the door open. I was like, cool. Because I was going to like, you know like knock because my hands kind of full and all i see is her is her like in jeans though so she sticks her butt out the door and then i can hear her talking to someone else right and she goes oh i've got to make sure that he doesn't smell this when he comes in because like i don't want him to to like um smell and, and i can hear her friend going like uh yeah just make sure you stick your butt up in the air because farts are like <laughs> usually lighter than oxygen and she goes oh, okay good idea and then and then she goes and then and then she she goes hold oh, let me fan this out and then she she turns around she sees me i'm looking at her <laughs> and then she goes she turns like so fucking red and then she goes oh my gosh <laughs> and her friend's like oh my gosh <laughs> and then i just looked at her i was like i told you I was here. And she goes, well, my phone's in the living room charging. I was like, all right, let me in. So she fired it outside. 
I didn't smell it though, but that it was just it's just the the look on her face after she like basically looked like she was twerking for the door and then just turns around and look at me and realize like you know it's like some girl at a dance floor and she's dancing all sexy she, she turns around after twerking with a guy and the guy's like butt ugly or something and she goes yeah. Ugh. but it was that it was like that type of face when she turns around and looked at me and then uh and then yeah and then to this day me and her never really worked things out. Because of, like, the fact that she was always busy, so we didn't really continue our date. Yeah. She legit asked me one time, like, um, is it because that time you, you brought takeout food to me? And then I was like, <laughs> what? Oh, shit. No, that is kind of funny. No, that's not why. It's like, I just <laughs> I just got to know someone else. That's really what happened. You know? <laughs> that's really... But I, I don't know why. I can still picture, like, her butt cheeks sticking out. Well, it's not... Well, she's wearing jeans, but I can still picture her butt cheeks sticking out of the side of the door as I'm walking up. I just like... <laughs> what was her logic like did she not hear my footsteps going up the patio i mean the wooden <laughs> stairs i don't know that's funny yeah yeah i mean other than that i don't really have other like yeah. stories on what i do to conceal anything yeah. How about you, i mean normally i don't try to hide it unless it's public yeah but then even in public so how about the caught part like when you guys get caught like, I just accept it. I'm like, oh, that was me. And yeah. then I laugh about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, just yeah. laugh, you know, because it, it shows others that you don't take yourself as serious. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think for us guys, we just we just really don't. I mean, hell, I, I tried to turn it into like a trap. That's what I usually try. Yeah. To. <laughs> I mean, plus it's just the natural part of the body. So, yeah. I mean, I remember there was one time in school I didn't fart, but it was the noise that my shoes made. It sounded like a fart um, because of the, the design of the soles were. Um, so basically I had my right foot, I had it like leaning kind of like as if I kind of like rolled my ankle, like my foot like was on the side. Uh-huh. So, so it was like on the side like this and I had my left foot on top of it. So then when I moved my legs, so when I moved my left foot back mm-hmm. against my, my right foot, the noises of the soles just kind of like going across each other. It sounded like, a, like something ripping. It almost sounded like a fart, <laughs> kind of like Velcro, you know, when yeah. you rip, pull yeah, Velcro yeah. apart. Yeah, th- that's what the, the my shoes made that sound. And someone was like, "Did you just fart?" I was like, "No, that was my shoes." And then I then I did it again. They were like, "Oh." <laughs> you guys, I don't know about you guys, but I remember in middle school, in gym class, I don't know what it is about the gymnasium, but like the teachers would line us up in, in like rows, right, kind of spaced apart, so we can do like jumping jacks and and all these other stretches before we do the regular workout and all that stuff. So it was during gym. So we were doing the leg stretch, right? And then as like, you're supposed to sit down and then start to stretch out your leg. So the moment I sat down and I, I, I split my leg into a V shape, I, it came out so fucking fast that like, <laughs> I, I didn't even know it was coming. Yeah. I don't know what it is with the gymnasium, but damn, that shit echoed. And then like, and then everyone's just looking at each other, trying to figure it out. Who was it? It was me though. But then all I could think about in my head was, Wow, this gym really echoes. <laughs> You'd be like, wow, this gym has good acoustics. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. That's it was me, but everyone's just like looking at each other and they're like, and then, and then, every, and then like a few seconds later, like everyone's just giggling. And then the, the gym coach, a uh, gym teacher, he was like, knock it off, guys. Keep going. <laughs> it was me that day. I had a story that's like not about farting, but it's like using public bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was at the Dick Sporting Goods store, and like I really needed to go. I was with my mom and my uh, and her friend, and I was like, "Oh damn, where's the like where's the one that like no one ever goes to?" Yeah. So and Dick Sporting Goods has like 
this one like near in the back behind the camping areas yeah where like no one even know there was a bathroom there so i go in and then i took a shit midway to finishing up fucking two guys comes in talking and everything i'm like fuck i was about to like <laughs> finish up yeah. and then like I'm, i can't leave now I, i'm just gonna sit here <laughs> and like of course like it smells and everything and then next thing you know all i heard was like as them, as them peeing and they just like oh what the fuck <laughs> and i'm like yeah i definitely i'm not leaving <laughs> that, that that kind of reminds me of um that youtuber pewdiepie's um because everyone knows who peter that is. Yeah. reminds me of something else but he's but, not here today so i'm only gonna tell his story for him but go ahead <laughs> um he told the story in one of his videos how like he had he took a shit in a shower and then his coworkers had to clean it up. What? So basically, like his story was that he was like at a campsite or something, but where like the bathrooms were, like there were lines, and he really had to go. So he he kept going through like a bunch of different like doors, and then yeah. he, when he finally found one that was open, he was like, "Oh yes, yeah, a toilet." But when he opened it, it was a shower, <laughs> and he had no choice but to go. So he took a shit in the shower. And he left. He left. And then his, the people that worked there had to clean it up. And then, like a year later, he got a job at that place. Wow. And like the coworkers would still talk about it a year later. How they had to clean up someone's shit. And it was and it was his the whole time. You didn't let them know though. No. Like he, they never found out that it was him who like took a shit. Unless in they the started watching his videos. And, yeah. And they were like, "Oh, you motherfucker!" Was that was too you. funny. They they gave him like sometimes they tease him about that. Okay, you take out the. Bill from the freezer yeah i took it out nah, okay. but it's just too funny but that your story just reminded me of that <laughs> you know what your story remind me of what so once upon a time there was this man his name was kimchi poppy beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and he was walking to his car one day it was the middle of the night and he he drove this jeep right so i'm just i'm just saying the car because you know how fucking bright a jeep lights can get so he hops into his car and he turns on his car and the lights automatically turned on and his car is facing um, bushes, right? Mm. And when he started up his car and the car automatically turned on, the lights turned on, he sees this little girl coming out of the, like, lifting her her pants because she was peeing in front of the bushes in front of his car. <laughs> and then he goes, what the fuck? And this little girl, just dead eye, just get, made, made direct eye contact with her. <laughs> <laughs> she lifts up, like, you know, she lifts up her her clothes and starts walking away like all nonchalant like uh whoops bad place to be like type of you know like yep. and, and then jay's like he didn't even he didn't, they didn't say anything to each other he, yeah. they, he told me he, he just reversed back out and just and just drove away then he told us a story and i was like dying laughing Can you imagine i just middle of the night just walking to your car you start up your car and all you see the the lights automatically turn on and the fucking you just see someone peeing <laughs> Like, it's, especially even like worse. just a little girl popping out of the bush like what the fuck what the fuck yeah. <laughs> and, and it's always, thing is like yeah let me get out of here before I get a case <laughs> and it's always worse when like you make that awkward eye contact yeah she just made <laughs> eye contact with him it's like damn it yeah. we, we both just confirmed we see each other yeah <laughs> yeah so that's Jay's story I think I think it's it goes something like that you know kimchi poppy will correct it later for me but it went something like that that's pretty funny yeah this one time like I remember that, uh, like, I needed to pee one day. You guys ever peed while walking? Uh, no. No. Oh, okay. So, I, I was riding my bike, but I really needed to pee, right? So, I got off the bike. I was on my way home in the middle of the night one night. And it was, like, a really quiet sub, like, herb area in Lowell. 
So I just got off and instead of like standing and peeing um, at one spot, I was like, yeah, I don't want to go into someone's yard mm-hmm. because the houses are too close to each other. And I don't want the cops called on me or, or something like that because it was the middle of the night and I'm just a kid. So I decided to just pee while walk and I was like kind of drawing as I was doing it. And then the moment that I did that, the moment like it was done, you know how like you have to give yourself that little jiggle or whatever, right? And mm-hmm. I'm giving myself the little jiggle and whatnot. And when I and I zip my pants back up, about to hop onto the bike, and on my left, across the street, is this old dude just with his with his dog on the porch <laughs> just staring at me. And I was like, he's he probably saw the whole thing what I was doing the whole time. And I didn't even notice he was there. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't say anything to me. I didn't say anything to him. I just got on my bike and just kept going. <laughs> He's probably like, yeah, fuck those neighbors. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I, I've done something like that where, like, where I am now, the neighbors, mm-hmm. um, like, fuck them because they're, like, petty as fuck or, or <laughs> fucking public parking spaces. But I just got, in, like, I got, it was, like, two three in the morning i got back from like drinking and clubbing or whatever and i had to pee from all that alcohol intake and i was like i need to fucking pee but i'm already at my house but instead of going inside my house and like peeing and, and, and you know in the bathroom guys so we can go wherever yeah plus i really had to go like like i was about to piss myself so um i go to like down like the driveway that's like next to um to the neighbors like it's kind of their driveway but the the walkway yeah that's property of the building that i'm on so i was standing there but i kind of peed facing towards the other house but there was a car there but but i didn't pee at like on the car i just pee like its general direction and then as soon as i finished peeing i saw there was like a camera that was like oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) there's a camera there i was like fuck i'm like i thought there was no camera on this and this angle and there's like a legit a camera like looking right like pointing like right where I was, <laughs> and I was like, Whoop. like I just zipped up, walked away. I would have pretend like I didn't even see the camera and just fucking pretend I'm still drunk. So Not at least like I could tell the neighbor if they ever saw that the footage, be like, yeah, I was really drunk. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I noticed, I noticed it after I had finished. I was like, oh fuck it, I just like zipped up my pants and walked like walk inside my my place. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it seems like one of our listeners actually had a question. Marco, so what was what's up? What's the request? Yeah, so the request was, um, <clears throat> if any of us had been in an interracial relationship and seen the differences of culture, um, where we experienced any type of awkwardness or like any differences, like in in, in the culture that kind of like we found weird or kind of shocked us in a way. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, so like for her, like to like for an example, she told me how her husband, um, her husband's Cambodian, she's Peruvian, just for context. Um, so one thing that a lot of Spanish people, like Hispanic people, do is like when they say hi or bye, um, they usually give the person a kiss on the cheek, and that's just kind of like how things are done. It's like oh, when you say hi, you go up to him, give him a kiss on the cheek. It's not like like lips to cheek either. It's like most yeah, it's, common, it's more it's more like, like cheek to cheek. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's you just, just two cheek like touching. Kiss. Yeah, so it's yeah. just like cheek to cheek, and you just kind of do like a like you like the kissing noise, like like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what they do, and then she just she basically said how like her husband kind of finds that weird, mm-hmm. but that's just one thing like that Hispanic people do. So yeah, it's just their culture. Yeah. So if if uh, any of us had experienced any interracial relationships and experienced anything 
different from what we're, you know what we're used Every to or the, what they're used to. I keep thinking about the category in Pornhub. <laughs> Jeez. I'm sorry. Go on. Well, for me is um, my girlfriend's Chinese, but she was raised um, white. You could say okay, American. Yeah. Yeah. So, but but a lot of it, she's more Americanized than anything. But there is the problem of like um, her not knowing like Vietnamese, so she can't understand me when I'm talking to like my mom or with Kay because Kay's been learning Vietnamese so she kind of feel out of place and lately she's been trying to like learn it little by little which is very thoughtful yeah that's really cool yeah but I think I think like for interracial relationship wise that that in general will usually be like the one of the big problem yeah, language barriers. Yeah, it's especially always, especially that, if the parents doesn't know like English that well. Yeah, that's and always you wanna com- a big communicate. problem. Yeah, but other than that, I I don't think I've experienced much. It could be also like just dating or getting to know someone too. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, like my first girlfriend ever was a white girl. I remember when after we broke up, my mom was like, "Cause my parents are old school." Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, "Oh, you should date someone more within like your race." Yeah, I know. Yeah. Always. And I'm mind. I'm on mind. I'm <laughs> in the back of my mind. I'm like, like, what? What does that even matter? But it's good. But we, it kind of we, ma- we touched about that in one of the the subject. Uh, I mean, sorry, one of the episodes we touched that. We touched about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it has to do like the language barrier. But it's also my parents are old school. Yeah. But to be honest with you, it doesn't really matter to me. Like, if I was in another interracial relationship, then if they spoke, like, if their native tongue was something different other than English... I would then love I would, to learn it. Yeah, I would put an effort to learn it. Mm-hmm. And I am pretty, and I would hope it'd be the same for them, too, because um, then they can... My parents can interact. Cause I think I'm you, kind of, Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, cause like, just because, like, after that... My ex, she's Colombian, so obviously she knows Spanish. My parents loved her. My my dad loved her. But when mm-hmm. we broke up, my I think my dad was like really upset because he really he really loved her and he he saw her like a daughter. Yeah. So he he like he dislikes her now because <laughs> we broke up and stuff. But that's because like he he probably felt hurt and upset. But yeah, yeah, language is definitely one of the things. Um. Yeah, like my friend was telling me too how like so for her like the whole like when you. Um, say hi to someone you give them a kiss like on the cheek um, she says it's kind of hard for her to not to do it because it's, it's so natural for her it's to do it so when culture. she's yeah, yeah but she, like it's, it's like bowing down for Japanese people yeah so yeah. like she's saying how like when she oh, bow, she's bow she's down. with like her husband's family like it's so hard for her to not do it because it's natural for her yeah so stuff like that um, yeah it's just the I guess when you're in a, if you're in an interracial relationship you really need to be open minded yeah and like be aware cultures. of it like if if it's not normal to their culture, it's like try to be aware of it and not do it. Yeah. And then it's like vice versa, you know, like that's that's the thing. You could learn about each other's culture. Yeah. And then like, you know, do certain things when you're around other people that you can't. Right. And, yeah. Like, as I, yeah. So like an open person. Kind yeah. Of, mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say that, like, I think I kind of nailed it pretty much. Like, it's I, the only thing I could think of is, is language. Right. Because... Things such as culture, in my opinion, almost all culture, religion, and all that stuff—they're almost the same. 
which yeah. is like you know treat each other nice you know don't steal don't kill shit shit like that yeah so it's like i'm pretty sure it's the same type of culture everywhere else um the kissing on the cheek um because i'm cambodian i can understand that and but i'm also i'm cambodian i'm also vietnamese raised too to know that it's this at most southern asian i'm just gonna say southern asia most southern asia touching is a very very big thing like touching, just physical touches alone. Mm. Yeah, and, we, we don't touch even hug. Yeah. It's like it's that's why for me growing up, I it's hard for me to like hug people. Yeah. Yeah, same. So like yeah, so like me and Ang's like raised that way. So like if we see something as kissing, it's like kinda considered almost like that's something precious almost. Yeah. Where it's like that's only something a couple or uh yeah, obviously a couple most likely that will still see do that to each other. Or maybe a mom kissing a uh, their child, or maybe the daughters kissing their dad because they love them. But like it's that type of level of intimacy that we can see that like that is it makes sense. But as far as friends or random acquaintances, even something as in, in Cambodian, something as holding hand is kind of taboo. Like you can you're not supposed to hold a girl's hand unless she's your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That's that's like so I can if you think of it that way, and he sees kissing. I can under I can understand for him is like like most Southern Asian right we're raised that touching is kind of like very like a very precious thing you're only supposed to touch the person um, only if like um, you're close to that person yeah if that makes sense yeah that makes sense yeah yes. but then the thing is is like he's living in America and probably you mentioned he's like twenty something like late twenties right yeah so. And grew up here, so that means like he well, probably we mentioned he sh- that outside of the podcast. Yeah, but, but yeah, he content. basically he experienced all that. So you know, because like during middle school to high school, I've seen that too, and I did find that weird. Yeah, but growing up around that, and like I understand how and why you guys do that. So over time, it's just like I'm like, oh, okay, it's just how they say hi and whatever. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't bother me anymore, and I understand your. <clears throat> like the reason why you guys do that yeah because touching touching for other cultures outside of south america south sorry south asia it's to us yeah we might seem it might seem weird but like yes but we're so i just say be open-minded about it because um if you honestly think about it other cultures do that normally one of the if you if you guys can remember this the one of the european no actually a lot of the european countries they do it normally where I mean, look at Italians. Yeah, yeah. They literally the kiss one? with mouth to cheek, left and right, yeah. and then sometimes they even kiss their lips too. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. I was like, I remember one culture; they just straight up kiss each other when. They yeah, each Italians other. are yeah. like really open I mean, country, to that. Sorry, one country. Yeah, Italian. <laughs> yeah, I I know uh, Spaniards do that too. Yeah. Um, yeah, in Europe, I believe it's almost quite normal. Yeah. Yeah, South America—that's like another place where mm-hmm. that's like very normal too. Yeah. Um. Like, I've noticed, I'm just thinking about it now, like, I don't really do the whole, like, kissing on a cheek thing with, like, my family. We more do, we, like, hug more. Mm-hmm. But with my ex, because they were Colombian, they did that. They did that at first. I wasn't, because I wasn't used to it, because I don't really do it with my family. Mm-hmm. But, but whenever I visited her with her family or their family gatherings, I just got used to it so quickly, because that's just how they do things. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. my, my Brazilian ex used to dance with her uncles and cousins. And, the, and some of the dances are a bit like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. But, but like, to them, is like, dancing is like, 
the, as kind of like their way of like letting loose and all that stuff. Yeah. But physical touches isn't like a big thing for her and her Brazilian culture. So it's like, uh, I, to me, I, I, I honestly was a little bit jealous when I saw it, but when I thought about it to myself and having a conversation with her, I realized that it was just a culture shock for me. So I can kind of, I can kind of see that, um, her, is it her boyfriend? The one? Oh, yeah, husband. Yeah, sorry. So uh, I can kind of see why is it for him kind of a big deal because of that. It's it, it's because we're raised that way where touching yeah. is kind of like taboo. Yeah, I, that I would know. Because even, yeah, yeah, because yeah. even holding hands is a big deal. So, yeah, yeah, like she gave like another good example too. Like, for example, like uh, like a couple, um, like, for, let's say, for example, like the girl is Hispanic and the boyfriend isn't. Um, mm-hmm. Like the example she said. Um, you know, Hispanics talk, you know, they obviously they'll talk in Spanish because that's yeah. their tongue. They, you know, that's how they communicate and they understand themselves. But then the boyfriend doesn't speak Spanish. So then he'll feel offended or something or like. He be- feels left out. Yeah. Because he doesn't understand it. Yeah. But like with her, she's she feels lucky because the boyfriend can try to understand. So he yeah. knows what's going on. But yeah, it's like interracial relationships like that, which is like a different language barrier. People, people can feel like left out, but they can also feel like you, you know, the family's talking shit about you. Yeah, and that'll cause like a rift between the relationship. Yeah, that's that's why I was thinking that. I think the uh, language is the biggest issue. Yeah, I have a few others, but just to cover the touching one one more time. Um, so I think I think most of our close friends know this that like Kay does not like being touched, right? So I, I he'll touch you when he's really drunk. Though. Yeah, I'm only I only get touchy feely or just I will touch you, right? Only if I'm like really drunk. Like I would be like so drunk. Like sometimes I would just be like sleeping like, on Ang's lap like, or something. Mm, he'll actually hug you. <clears throat> yeah, like that's that's the only time when I I don't mind or I'll, I'll touch the person that usually I'm close to or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, but normally just naturally like what I have a lot of friends that are girls, right? But even if they're my close friends or, or good friends, right? Um, one time she just sat on my lap, no big deal, because we're we're good friends, right? But then she, uh, you know, I had to bring it up to her attention later. Actually, my best friend Linda brought it up to her attention later. Um, was that you should never touch him, and she had to tell, she kind of had to like put her in her place, kind of. And a lot of people just know that that I I don't like being touched. At the same with like I noticed that like uh, I'm also not touchy either, and and it's funny because um, my significant other she doesn't like being touched either, and she doesn't touch much either, and we're we're both like that. So when we touch each other, it's 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 weird because we, it's it's so it makes it so kind of precious with us, and that's kind of the culture that me and her have. Yeah. Um, that we're raised to have. So I guess I guess for him, it's kind of like almost like a property like you don't want other people touching your property so i can kind of understand how he's like too yeah because i'm like that too i wouldn't like it if someone touched my girl and it's the same with her my significant other she wouldn't like it if she sees anyone touch me at all so um that's that's kind of the one of the things that uh i want to cover the touchy part another part about interracial problems that i want to cover because i've dated so many different ethnicity I had uh, a really big problem with this Poland girl, my my Poland ex girlfriend, and my Poland ex girlfriend. Everything between me and her was fine. 
Yeah. Everything with me and her was fine. She she's Poland by ethnicity, but like she's honestly American uh, Americanized. <laughs> so she's Poland, but like uh Polish, yeah, thank you. But um she's Americanized. And the thing about like every, everything about it was great. Like everything was fine like between me and her. Like the like we're both like our chemistry, our conversation, everything was great. The one problem I had with her was the food. Like, I, I, she doesn't like spicy food. That's number one. She doesn't like food that has too much flavors going on at once. What? Uh, well, if you, if you think about it, if you think about French fries and you think about like chicken nuggets and all that stuff, majority of it only has one or two flavors going off at once. Yeah, that's true. A lot of, um, that's so boring. American, yeah. Well, you know, I'm just saying, like a lot of Americanized food, it's it's very plain though. I mean, look at McDonald's. Yeah, like, it's true. It's what the McDonald's billion dollar company. If you look at their food, it's you can make a burger better than McDonald's. I think anyone can make a burger better than McDonald's, right? But that's yes. you're talking but, about McDonald's, but like there's other burgers that have so much different flavors in it. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's a fusion stuff. usually, right? Yeah. No. Not. Like if you caramelize the onions and then put that onto the burger, that adds a whole different flavor. Well, I'm just saying. And that, then the like, different type of cheese. But compared to and then our, the sauce. Compared, compared to and our, then the different type of com- buns. I'm sorry. To other... <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're drinking here. Don't get us hungry. <laughs> no, but like, if you think about it, right? Like other cultures, like uh, like India, for example, India. Like I love Indian a lot food. of spices. Yeah, they 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 mix up so many spices, some really good ass spices, mm-hmm. right? But so much flavors going on at once that it blends like so perfectly. Yeah. But like if you compare it to like an American food, it's like it's it's so bland. Like majority of it's bland. Majority of it, if you think about it. Like I don't, I don't if know. You, if you if, if you name if you let someone name a couple of American dishes for you right now, American dishes, what they'll tell you is hamburgers, hot dogs, steak. Fries, like they'll, they'll they'll name that. That's Mer- that's American dishes. That's the Ribs, American dishes that barbecue foods. Yeah, that's the American dishes that they'll think of. But if you if, if I tell you right now, name me ten dishes in in Vietnam, right? Or Vietnamese, right? You can name like you can name it easily. But you'll notice all those ten dishes have completely different flavors. Like so like making flavors. a making a pot of pho has so much different stuff in it. Yeah. So so with the Poland girl I dated, um, who's Americanized, she. She just doesn't like things with so much flavor going off. Mm. So I, I I never brought her to a Cambodian restaurant. I, mm. I tried to bring her once and she, she ordered something that was basically steak and white rice. And she didn't even ate much of the rice. Jeez. Right. So for me I thought it was weird. Because Asians we um in our culture we eat most of the rice mixed with the food, kinda like a combo type of thing. Right? And then for her, she just went after strictly just the beef part of it. I mean, the meat part of it. And she didn't really, she said she didn't really like the rice because she she said like she doesn't normally eat rice with anything, right? And I was like, oh, okay. So I, I would go with her to go like, like any, any like time that she was hungry, it was very generic fast food. Yeah. Like Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, like all those, right? And then if we're going anywhere fancy, it has to be like something that's, to me, it tastes almost bland, which is like Applebee's and and Outback Steakhouses and and like um, actually I don't think Outback was around that time, but like you know like those places like yeah. Friendlies and all that, and and to me it's like 
Oh yeah, uh, majority of the stuff on the menu they're all pretty much similar, about the same. Yeah, just yeah it's like usually always so, the same. So so the food was a bit of a problem, and 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 I like because you know for me it's like I like a lot of Asian fusion type of places. So like sushi and ramen and like hot pot and barbecues and stuff like Korean barbecues, Japanese barbecues, you name it. Like all those I love. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure at the time it wasn't famous, but if I try to ask her to. Go to get boba together, and we were dating. She probably wouldn't even order boba. She probably yeah. just think it was just weird and just ordered something like a coke, yeah, or a sprite or something like that if they have it. But like, but it's like that. That's one of I interracial. That's one of the things I faced with her. Yeah, no, that's definitely a good point. Yeah, I mean, with my ex, we, I mean, we we're both Hispanic. She was from South America. She was Colombian. My family's from Guatemala, Central American. So I mean, there's how's that beer? Sorry, Marco. Um. It's really good, nice, smooth. I like it. Go ahead, Michael. Um, I love I love Colombian food. Like, uh, there's they have this thing called the uh, paisa bandeja, which is basically like a bunch, basically like the best of everything. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like rice, egg, beans, steak, um, avocado, um, pork. Damn, like it's like a big ass plate, and it's like so good. It's yeah. like as like everything, and I remember, and then like. Central America, they have something similar to it, which is called the Montañero. It has a good amount of the same stuff, but it doesn't have as much. And mm-hmm. it's like, even a Montañero, even though it has like a, a bit less than a paisa, a bandeja, paisa, whatever it's called. Bandeja? Bandeja. Bandeja? Yeah. It sounds like bandejo. <laughs> Close. <laughs> um, yeah, like it's a big play. I remember we went to a restaurant with my dad <laughs> to eat and I ordered a Montañero and like, it was a good plate. And I fucking finished that plate like nothing. And my dad looked at me. He was like, "He was like, do you finish that food?" I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "It's so good." Yeah. He was like, "I could barely finish a plate. Like, I have to share it with me with your mom." But yeah, like I love Colombian food. I love their empanadas. So good. They have like this thing called pink sauce, mm-hmm. which is basically just ketchup and mayo mix. But I think they add something else to it because it's a little sweet, but it's so good. But yeah, I can see how food. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's. I think it's vinegar and. Uh, uh sorry. So I'll, I'll explain how I know it. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I can see how food is, can be another issue too. Um. Like my friend who asked this question, she she's lucky that she likes Cambodian food and her husband likes Peruvian food, and then they have a daughter together. So she's saying how like you know. Um, that kind of reminds me of K three because that's <laughs> that's her exact mix. She, she she's likes Peru like, and Cambodian. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So K3 she was, is, yeah. yeah. So she was saying how like you know their daughter is like the best of both worlds, and it's pretty cool. Like if you're if you have an interracial child, then if you think about it, they'll know three languages. Yeah, mm-hmm. K three does. Yeah. K three knows how to speak Spanish perfectly because that's like what she grew up speaking. Yeah, because yeah. she dad. spends most of her time around her dad and her grandparents, and they. They're from Peru and they they only speak Spanish. Yeah. So English is her second language. Cambodian is her third. Yeah. She Cambodian is like her weakest one of them all. She can understand you, but she can't really talk it back. But she can understand you. Well, That's plus, the crazy part. Plus, your family don't speak Cambodian as often. It's mostly yeah. English, so most of us don't. Most yeah. of us don't. But only the Gen One, I guess you can kind of say. Yeah, like your mom, yeah. your uncles. No, I mean like my brothers and sisters, the siblings. Like my siblings, we can speak it fine. Yeah. Um, and we can translate fine. But we notice none of our kids. Well, I don't have kids, but um, none of them can actually speak it. None of them. No, at the top of my head, I don't think any of them 
do uh, they reply back with english which is fine because for us it's like because we were raised here yeah not born here but we we're all raised here and we, we kind of like don't want to be like that parent where like you should retain your language yeah but it's kind of funny because now i'm like if you know if uh if i have a child with anyone or a child later down in the future like i want my child to actually retain at least an, a secondary language yeah mm-hmm. like at least retain it and keep it and practice it because like like you know like me i know like almost almost four almost almost four languages and it's like i i use it and practice it and i notice that it, it's really it's a really helpful skill that i did i wish i actually like improved growing up but i didn't realize how important it was until later and because it's important because communication as we always preach is important right yep when you can communicate with a person your relationship builds with the person because you can communicate and talk and then build uh all that so now i know it's kind of important for me because i build better like say for example what if i'm working at somewhere or maybe i'm just going strolling around somewhere and i realize i bump into a cambodian person that, like, you could help that other person. Yeah, too. I can actually help him. I was like, "Hey, let me help you out." Now I'll just be like a like you know a person just translating, and then same with Vietnamese. Like, oh well, if they speak our dialect, which yeah, is it's Mac, like, but like, <laughs> yeah, because no, I struggle with the other ones that, so that, bad. Well, that makes sense because yeah. that just thinking about it now. Like my parents, like if so, if someone else had to speak Spanish, some they'd be like, "Oh, you speak Spanish," and then they'll be like, "More there's." show more interest in that person they, they show more interest and they they almost give them like a sense of relief almost too yeah they can you can communicate with that person yeah. so they give that, yeah. that little bit of trust yeah because yeah. when i go to the restaurant um and my girlfriend she was like i ordered the food in cambodian mm-hmm. in Lowell, and i told my girlfriend the reason why i i switch my languages wherever i go is because i pay attention to when the person speaks to me yeah and i notice that they're stuttering in english right i will i will switch i'll switch to their main language and then and then they get like this sense of relief they're like oh this guy he speaks cambodian perfect and then i was <laughs> like and then they'll talk back to me in cambodian and then i will say everything back to him in cambodian and i told us the same concept she noticed that I did that even at the Vietnamese restaurant. Like when the person comes up to me, I will order everything in Vietnamese as much to my best knowledge and to the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Right. Um, like like no vegetable, which is kong rao. Right. Um, and stuff like that. And then like I will like do that and the person will have a sense of relief. The yeah. only time it doesn't work out is just the Vietnamese one because Cambodian doesn't have a lot of dialects other than four. But there's only one mainstream one, kind of like Indian, who which is Hindu is the main one. I think. I, I think have no called, idea. I think yeah, it's Hindu. Hindu. Yeah. Yeah, Hindu is the main one. So Cambodian is the same one, which is Khmer is the main one. Mm. Vietnamese is like this. This two, three, really. That's kind of main. Real, it's I, like North, Middle, and South. I feel like it's. I, I for me, I feel like it's only two. Mm. I feel like you either speak South or you speak back. You know, to be honest with you guys, sometimes I, sometimes I feel like maybe I should try learning some Vietnamese. Just, you could. Could, just, yeah, just. I mean, I try to teach you guys, and like I'll give, I'll throw you guys words, yeah. or I try to translate what like mom would say. Or yeah, what, like what yes, like I feel say. like just being around you guys, I feel like I should definitely learn a little bit of Vietnamese. So especially when when you know I when when, mom, when your learn. mom talks shit about K, I, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna <laughs> joke like I know. <laughs> that's that's why I always translate for you guys yeah. too. Whenever like yeah, anything happens. 
you know, when you start to understand it, then you'll realize that mom is harsh. She really is harsh. But like, but she's harsh and she is kind of funny, but like, it's like uh, tough love. Yeah. But it, yeah, she's like tough yeah. love. Once, once I started to like, once my Vietnamese picked up and I started to understand her, that's what I meant by like, it's, it, it, it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, but I honestly, the funny thing is you want to learn it. I did not want to learn it. I, yeah. I only wanted to like, no, not only wanted to learn, but I only picked up Vietnamese just for her. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, like well, I said, I, you learn I, it from, I, would, I wouldn't mind picking it up. Friends, parents yeah. first. Like yeah. I learned how to say like hi and stuff like that. Just like, yeah. just for fun. And then I decided to improve it and upgrade it because just, just for mom, because it's like, it is, it's, it's a lot. Mostly because, like, out of love, I guess you mostly say. Yeah. And I, I mostly only ever use it and talk about it with her. Yeah. Also, you actually learn a language quicker if you, like, like it or if you love someone. Yeah, I struggle with that, too. It's like, I, I because I don't want, I don't have the feeling of wanting to learn and improve it, right? Um, I don't. But um, because... That that kind of gave me the motivation to learn it better. Is that I like wanted to do something back for her. Yeah, and that's what I kept kept. That's why I kept at it. Yeah. Other than that, I would have never wanted to learn Vietnamese. To be honest with you, I would have been happy improving my like my Hong Kongese and my Shanghainese. Mm. I would I would have wished I improved those two because yeah. the majority of them are here in Boston. Um, but I need there. some Taiwanese friends to teach me Taiwanese. Maybe maybe because I only know like basic. Same with Japanese, and then same with Korean. And then for Spanish, I learned that in high school, but then even though I'm surrounded by Spanish people, all of you guys speak English to me, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over I mean, time, I forgot a lot of Spanish. Maybe it's time we download that Duolingo. And, and <laughs> Duolingo. This is not sponsored by Duolingo, by the way. <laughs> but uh, anyways, back to the subject of, uh, oh, shit. of, of interracial <laughs> relationships. We're so sorry, but go on. Yeah, I mean, another thing, too, is just... The culture differences, how things are done, are completely different. Just like, for example, with the back to the touching. I don't know. So, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I honestly feel okay. The physical touching, but like, I feel like culture-wise, the tradition, religion, I still feel like it's the same. Oh, there's actually another thing where it's like, Asians usually we don't express ourselves, like saying "I love you," because I actually grew up not saying that to my parents a lot, so it was kind of weird and awkward. Even and then until to like to my sisters and like to um, um, my cousin, I only call them sisters and cousin because they're not, like not blood related, but because we grew up together and our family are like kind of like bonded in a way where we're like a real family, right? So, like they would say like I love you, whatever, whenever they call, whatever, and then like at the end of the conversation, and then I don't say it because I find it weird. And then one time they called me out. They're like, why don't you say I love you back to me? And I'm like, because uh, it's weird. And then like, and then <laughs> she started texting her other sisters and then my cousin. And then and they all, all four of them started texting me like, why don't you say I love you to her? I'm like, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's not an Asian thing. I'm oh, sorry. No, I'm at the, we don't say I love you at the end of things. Right? No, but just expressing our, oh, like no, no, ourself, no, 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 like I'm not saying that part. I'm saying that, like, for for me and you, like, we don't say I love you at the end of things. No, yeah, we say so. fuck you. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like, yeah, I'm saying like, yeah, kind of like what you say about the the not expressing thing. Like, yeah, like, yeah, we 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 do that. But I'm just shocked that why did the the sisters even like. 
didn't understand that. They should have known that we're not we're not that type of people. Well, because they they were born here, oh, so they they were yeah, Americanized. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's that's why they thought. So it was weird. that's why for me it was weird. Yeah, because me and you were were like yeah. for for them it's natural for them to say to their parents I love you and everything. Yeah, it's like if you like you know if you, you like like within family if you call someone it's like oh hi mom's like how you doing blah blah blah, blah. and then it's like okay bye I love you right yeah but then for us it's just like okay right, bye fuck you I'm. <laughs> right. or that or that oh, yeah or that <laughs> I, I just i just thought like of another thing too it's like oh oh sorry yeah so you know how like you know like like earlier how example of like you know boyfriend and girlfriend like the girlfriend is hispanic the family will speak spanish but then the boyfriend will feel left out Jeez. or offended because <laughs> they can't it. speak this the language uh-huh. i know sometimes too the family will feel offended too if the yeah, like significant they, other don't put they don't put any effort. they don't see any effort and it's like oh why isn't he or she learning or trying to communicate with us yeah, yeah or like yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, or, I did I do get that not not from my girlfriend from mom but from someone else yeah but yeah yeah, yeah so I just thought of that right now as uh, as you guys were talking like sometimes the family would feel offended if like the significant other doesn't put any effort to learn the language or try to uh, um learns like some of the stuff that they do in their culture yeah it's like to them it's like oh it's like do they not care about us or like do they not want to like yeah want to talk to us or something like that yeah and then that also comes like another issue too where like the boy like the significant under will not want to do anything with with the family yeah and vice versa yeah and then that'll cause like a rift yeah some relationships some some people they don't want to even get to know the family yeah just they just care about that significant other that's it yes but i'm like if you're gonna be a part of their life you should at least put in effort like you don't have to put in all your effort you could put in minimal effort just talk to the family because i did have i think someone mentioned that to me before where it's like the the boyfriend or girlfriend i forgot but it's like that person didn't even want to talk to the family or even like they'll hang out and everything and that person would just be by by him or herself and i was like wow i was like they even try to talk to you guys like no i'm like wow yeah Yeah, that's wrong because like it's it's like how do i say it it's like if you you, i i get that the person like only wants to care about that person Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like if if you if you care about that person then shouldn't you care about the person that they care about too exactly that that is important to them i don't know i yeah, like to me, it's like I think that's right. That's logically right because you don't have to do so much so and go above and beyond to be accepted by the family. Mm-hmm. But you should at least take some consideration that these are the important people in his or her life that they mean something to them. So theoretically, it should mean something to you too. Their opinion probably shouldn't. That's one thing I will agree on. That like, don't worry about the opinion they have on you. People are judging. No matter how much you want to try to put on a good face trust me people will always judge you but you should still try to make an effort to almost feel and care about the person as uh, the same way that your significant other does too because if they're important to them they most likely will be important to you just like even if it's even if it's a dog yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah that kind of reminds me too how sometimes even like people in interracial relationships because they don't get along with the family because of the language barrier or they don't even bother learning part of the, what they're doing their culture. Mm-hmm. 
they even I, I know some people even go as far as be like yeah i don't want you to like talking to your family or shit yeah, like that like, yeah which is fucked up which that kind of then re- also brings me reminds me of that whole topic of the having a friend being friends of the opposite sex mm-hmm. how like when Kay brought up that point of like you know who are you to take someone that makes them happy and or that they care about away out of you know out from their lives yeah same thing with like the family like who are who are you to to tell someone and like we said before that it's all about trust too especially if Let's say your girlfriend's best friend is a dude. You know, you have to have trust in her. Yeah. So. Yeah, like, you know, who who are they to to try to take someone away from their family just because they don't want to learn the language or the culture? Because of, like, I'm just in, in two type of situations. Like, maybe that person, like, we'll just say if it's a girl, right? Maybe that guy best friend she had, that dude's been around prior before you. Yeah. So it's like, and that dude has been there helping her out, straightening out her life, and it's like, like your best friend Linda. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, it, yeah. So what I was, yeah. So what I was trying to get at is like, why the fuck would you try to come in and tell you tell that girl be like, nah, you can't be friends with him. I'm pretty sure that dude likes you more than that, or, uh, or or like something like that, right? So, but the the thing that those guys in that situation doesn't see is like that. Like, that's the point. It's like the trust, as Ang said. The other thing is that that guy made her life great and fixes everything. And she's happy to have him in his life. You want to take away what makes that girl of yours happy. You are contradicting the boyfriend role. And it's also vice versa, too. So if you're the girl and you're trying to take away um, his uh your boyfriend's best friend who might be a girl or even if it's a friend you're taking or, or away, family because we're talking about yeah or even family well i'm just saying gender specific right yeah um but i'm trying to just stay on topic oh yeah so you, you're just defeating the purpose of like taking away of what makes a person happy which is the same as family so, yeah like even in my even if it's like a, a cousin or even if it's like a brother or a sister, because I, I I faced this issue once where I wasn't accepted by the sister, which was a big deal for her. Um, but I made her happy, and her sister, in, in my eyes, from everything that she told me, um, her sister never made her happy. But I never really tried to get close to her. Yeah. And I told her maybe she should stay away from her sister because, in my eyes, it looked like the sister is kind of toxic. Yeah. Right. And it kind of looked like she's probably going to ruin the relationship between me and her and brain. No, just her, really. Just ruin um, her life if she continues following her her sister's footstep. So I try to break away from I, I did it myself. I try to break it away from her. But then I stopped and realized that, like, I don't know the full story and all that stuff. And that's her family member. And that girl, her sister. Her, her own sister makes her happy. And then I just accepted it. Even if, like, I was against what her sister stood for and what she wants to do with her life, I realized for my significant other that that girl makes her happy. Yeah. You're there to support her, not yeah, to so, change so her. Like, so I just, like, you know. Yeah, no, you actually just brought up a good point, too, actually, too, because there's times where, like, people in interracial relationships, they'll put in the effort to, like, get to know like the language or the mm-hmm. culture 
but then the family doesn't accept them because they're not even part of the same race. Yeah. So that actually just you know brought up a good point, which is kind of fucked up too because you know right if at that point like you're you're trying and if they don't accept you then whatever you try. Yeah. That's, that's you know? why I'm big that's on different. Like, don't let the opinion of other people. Don't don't let the opinion of other people get yeah, you. Yeah, because at that point, like, if the significant other sees that you're putting in the effort, yeah, and the family just isn't accepting, it's it, better then, to try than not to, right? Know? Then yeah. then the significant other will be fine because they know they'll know that it, at that point the issue is the family and yeah. it's not the other this the the other person. But uh, yeah, that's a good point. It, it, interracial relationships can go many ways because, like, I can understand on their perspective where they don't want to try because they're like oh my life will be with the per- the significant other yeah and it's like i'm not gonna be around your family a lot so i don't have to put in that effort to get to know them and whatever right yeah because in the end if once you get you marry them and like if you move away or they pass on and stuff like that it's like you'll still be with your significant other and then you're like i can see that on some people like that's how they think but yeah. it's like for the time being and everything like just try to get to know them yeah talk to them yeah because yeah. the only times you will see them are, are like holidays yeah like, like family gatherings and stuff family like you don't have gatherings. to be close you yeah. just you know be there to support your significant other because when you're in a relationship you're supporting each other not taking control of the other person's life and changing it to how you want it to be yeah you know it kind of reminds me of uh, why me and the Poland girl never worked out. And now that I think about it, and it's not so much so as ethnicity, but it, it was more the fact that like we we didn't work out because I wouldn't convert to being Jewish. Oh yeah, that's another thing too. With yeah. like that is yeah is with religion. The, yeah, yeah, some people religion. are more religious. But, so. but in yeah, and you know that in in her um, family's belief. Um, I'm at a loss for words, really. Cause I, I, I guess you can kind of say it's, it's really like it's just it's not so much so like I don't believe in it, but it's more the fact that like I, it felt so forced upon me mm-hmm. that like you in order for me to stay with her, I have to convert later. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like we might sound like we're contradicting ourselves right now. If let's say if our we marry our significant other, which. Like usually the case, right? Like let's say Christianity. If you marry, usually if you marry into uh, someone who's Christian, and then they go to church and everything, and you have to convert. Oh no, no, that's Catholic. I'm sorry. Catholic, Catholic. Yeah, go on. Yeah, but um, like they want you to convert. Isn't like if you don't, like they they look up down upon you, especially like the family members. Yeah, like, like yeah. So it's yeah, like now like, you're they being like straight up like this like, whole new kind. Yeah, of. Like now you're <laughs> yeah. being forced to. So you're being forced to change for who you are and what you believe in whatever right yeah because to them it's like it's disrespectful yeah but then like to us it's like i don't like to be forced into doing anything i don't want to do like even though i said like i would support my significant other and stuff like that but it's like now you're forcing me to change to do what you believe in and what whatever it is yeah yeah you should support my decision that's that's what i'm trying to say and it's like it doesn't mean that like I don't love you or like I don't how do I say is that it's not so much so as you're trying to disrespect them but it's yeah. kind of like how you reciprocate it yeah, yeah because you so you're so supportive to her you don't want her to change you're respective if if she's Catholic 
um, Jewish or or Hinduism, Buddhist, etc. I could just name a bunch of religion. You 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 support them and you respect the the rules and everything else that they have with that religion. Um, and you do your best not to interfere with it, right? Mm-hmm. Like let's say if they're fasting or something, obviously you don't feed her when she's fasting, right? So, um, wait, is it fasting or Ramadan? I mean, they do fast too. I think it's just translated to fasting. I, oh. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think oh. Ramadan is when they they fat they they fast for like a certain amount of days. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, but you're just being respectful. But let's say you're the type of person who is like almost like a an omnivore dating a herbivore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he eats meat. It's like what? Don't try to change a person. If you fall in yeah. love with the person, you should fall in love with the form that they come in. Mm-hmm. You try to change the shape. You don't tell the person what shape to change into, or you're forcing them to change to a certain shape. You can't make a circle out of a triangle. Yeah, yeah. No yeah, matter no, how that, hard you try, that's definitely a good point with the whole religion thing too. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, there was something I wanted to say, but I just I just lost my train of thought. Oh my god, it was the. I, worst. I was gonna say about I, like the okay, so the the, the I dated a Mexican girl. So for me, I felt so spoiled when it comes to. I dated the this Mexican girl when I lived in California, right? And I lived. You were a I, cholo. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess I guess you can kind of say I just tell people it's Los Angeles, but it's a city around Los Angeles. Yeah. Really. So most people don't. So it's kind of the same concept as when most of us say we're from Boston, but we're not. Yeah. We're, we're from around Boston. Just like if we say Chelsea, people outside of Massachusetts or around Boston, outside of Boston, wouldn't know what Chelsea is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, I dated this Mexican girl. And when it comes to Spanish food, that's that's why I was like, oh, I was going to say that like I was so spoiled with Spanish food and in California, it, that, that shit's on a different league. Dude, even their fucking street food is on a different league. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I was so spoiled with the food there. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example of just the chicken alone, right? Just the chicken alone, right? I I don't think it was chicken adobo, but I forgot what it was. It, it came with rice, be, uh, rice and beans mixed together, right? And then this is what I was going to tell you about how I knew the pink sauce. It came with chicken, and then it came with um this, like, kind of it looks kind of like uh a not a burrito but like a i don't know what that thing is called like a pinata panetta panetta empanada empanada yeah well, it empanada. looks like a taco shape yeah and but it's yeah. closed and inside yeah, it has meat yes. and like yes. potato so and it, stuff like it that. comes with two of them kind of somewhat small on the side so yep. it almost it's almost like a crab rangoon yep right it's probably but, an empanada yeah it's yeah. an empanada but, yeah. but it's a dish yeah all that i just described came in one dish yep right and that one dish, the chicken alone, I can pull the chicken off of the bone with just like just sucking up off of it. With I don't even have to bite; it just falls off, almost like pulled pork. Yeah, right. And then when I just mix it with the rice, the chicken kind of melts and smothers itself into the rice and beans, and then just eat it just like that, almost like it was like a soup. Mm. And then I was like. I was like, damn, this is Spanish food? And I, I, I fell in love with it. And then that that wasn't even a restaurant. That was her mom's cooking. Yep. And then, like, it was like... You would have gained weight if you would have just stayed with them. Oh, yeah, I know. And what I was going to say when it comes to that interracial thing between me and her, the problem I have with her is that her dad ruled the family with an iron fist. Yeah, there's some families that are like that. Yeah. And... um. 
because she's Mexican. I don't I don't know if that's a Mexican culture or anything like that. Like our relationship, we were fine. Like I really, really like um, was in a great relationship with her and everything was great when I lived with her in Cali. And she introduced me to the whole entire Spanish culture and all that stuff. But it was the only problem I had was with her father and her father did not like Cambodians at no. all. Mm. But and it's because he has the perception, perception, I guess. Yeah, thank you. I guess you kind of say the perception of the Cambodians there at the time because he grew up there around the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Which, you know, the whole West Coast, East Coast gang thing. Yeah. And yep. A lot of like Cambodians actually did lived in Long Beach, California, uh-huh. and they were like very ghetto, very gangster. Oh, yeah. And whatnot. Yeah. He he had that idea that I was like that. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. My parents can be like that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, Hispanic people can be very judgmental, all based off of their own experiences. Yeah. And so I mean, I, that's I, how that's how our parents are too. Yeah. yeah. And so for for him, what what like why he kind of never accepted me was the fact that like um, it was because my ethnicity. So this is where the problem came, is. Because he disliked me, I guess you can kind of say, it gave me and her a bit of trouble. Which yeah. is like, I couldn't have her out late. When I when I meant late, I couldn't have her come back home past 7 o'clock. Oh, 7 geez. p.m. Jeez. Yep. And, and she gets out of school at 2. So I only have that five-hour gap to like do anything with her. Yeah. Other than that, like... She was so booked with after-school events and, and a job. She had a job that it was almost at the point where we saw each other almost maybe once or twice bi-weekly. Oh, once or twice. And it was hard because she is always at home because her dad, and that's the dad's rule, um, she would normally have her boyfriend at the house or just come over and meet her dad, which she did that with me. But his... I guess, like I said, he ruled the family with it. With yeah. Fist. It was it was remotely hard to like. I, I honestly couldn't understand it. I guess maybe it's because I didn't grow up with a dad. But I just, I later learned that like most Latino families, the the, the father is king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's usually like that. Um, depending on the area or region that they're from. Because most countries are like that too. Where like the father will rule the family with an iron fist. Yeah. I mean, there are some parents where they are more open-minded about it and they'll accept you as long as you put effort, you know, to getting to know anyone, you know, just like, you know, you get to know the culture. And, I, and the I family. Tr- mm-hmm. Yeah. I tried, but it's just that like, um, yeah, it's just his perception that he had of Cambodians because of the experiences that he had. Growing yeah. Up. But, and like, because he wouldn't accept me, I didn't care so much, but it affected our relationship because of the rules that she has. And the rules that she had made it almost impossible for us to continue our relationship. Yeah. And and that basically dragged um, our relationship down and it kind of ended from there. Yeah, that's a tough thing about relationship, interracial relationships. It's just all these different factors. You know, the, yeah. fa- the family, the parents, religion, um, the way you're perceived. It, it, so many factors. But aside from all that, it can, it's... It still can, it can be pretty cool because you know if you learn all the different like all these different cultures, it's really interesting. Um, and if you're open minded and you have kids, and you know your kid will be best of both worlds and know know multiple languages, mm-hmm. and you'll have a variation of different types of food too, which is pretty cool. Um, that about wraps it up for this episode. Um, thank you to all the listeners that tune in every weekend or each week to listen to each episode. 
Uh, thank you to you guys. Uh, Jay couldn't be here, unfortunately, aka Kimchi Poppy, but he's a cold guest anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you for listening. Um, you know, if you're listening to us through YouTube, make sure to always uh, like and subscribe. If you're listening to Spotify, um, I don't know where else you post it, but you know, give us uh, our check our out our website. Yeah, check out our website. You know, there's a few things there. And like we said earlier at the beginning of the episode, we'll, we're going to have like a live stream, like actual video soon to come. Um, I'm just working out the kinks, trying to figure out when the timing will be right. And you guys will be able to call in and just ask us questions. But yeah. um, thank you to the listeners. Make sure to comment, like, and subscribe. Um, and stay tuned for the next episode. This is your sound guy, Marco, signing out. Yeah, and what Marco said, and also... We're we've been talking about like wanting to have more guests and like female guests, so that way everyone can get like the female sides too. Yeah, if 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 uh, anyone ever wants to be a, a guest on an episode, just you know hit us up through the website or just hit up K or send send an email. Yeah, and um, yeah, thanks everyone. And if any of my friends listen to this, hit me up. I hate you all. Sorry. Give give me some topics. You know, I'm feel I'm feeling kind of bad right now because like feeling left I haven't out. I haven't offered up any topics at all. No, so. <laughs> we if we had enough battery life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks uh, as always, and please like us, subscribe, support us, and you know we're just doing this for fun, and hopefully it helps people, and you know sometimes might cause some troubles to some relationships that it's not. It's not what we we want, but you know, yeah. I'm signing out. Giggity giggity. All right. <laughs> nice. So, for content, I should have said this in the beginning of all of our episode. None of us are licensed professionals, and everything that we state are just opinions and our thoughts and things like that. So, if you need or you feel as if like you need to seek out professional help, go for that. But if you're just listening to this just to hear, um, just to have time go by, just remember these are just our opinions. It might seem one-sided. It might seem like um, not completely right to you. But we're just telling you from our perspective and everything like that. Take everything with a grain of salt. But remember, listeners of In The Gray Podcast, to always stay gray. <laughs>